0: Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. I'm sorry, Baba. I'm sorry. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Revolution. Having a, a Minecraft emergency. Um, sorry, I've been out and about. Um, I had a birthday, and then actually, Christmas, it was really wild that I had planned on um, giving a Christmas talk, but then my ex wife's plans got changed and so she invited me over for christmas morning and i was having so much fun with the kids that i lost track of time and oh well how good how cool is that um they've got a big basement at their mom's house and so we were playing basketball and all sorts of stuff and that was really fun um hope you all had a good holiday season and um happy new year to you all it is uh, 2023. The counter's obviously off because it just says there's one person watching, but I see a lot of you talking, so that's good. Um, so, one of the things I was thinking was um, we have got I've got some plans, some plans, stands for the uh, holiday uh for the holidays for the new year and we're going to talk about that and all that good stuff um trusty notebook um but yeah it, it, 2022 was a, a tough year um we had a lot of losses um wow I'm surprised I didn't think anybody was going to be here this morning um figured y'all be sleeping off the Wild partying, but I guess we're all old and went to bed early. Um, I have the kiddos, so we just went to bed, bedtime, but we had some cupcakes. And then at midnight, I think someone was lighting off what sounded like, like, uh, I'm looking over there because that's where the home fireworks are coming from, making sure every all the houses over there are still there because it sounded like um, homemade fireworks. And they're like. Boom, boom, um, so yeah, at midnight, and I was like, oh, I have kids sleeping, um, one of the, uh, but, but anyway, so 2022, we really did, we, you know, we lost Caleb last year, and uh, that was, that was really tough, and um, you know also a friend of mine who was one of my closest friends in Atlanta uh, Chuck McAdams passed away and uh and Frank our financial guy who handled all the revolution finances for like over 15 years I think uh, also passed away so yeah last year was a lot it was it was a tough year um it's been strange you know moving out to I don't know doing new stuff but yeah it was a tough year and so um I'm not you know always like new year new me but I am excited to, to see what this year has to offer um, so here's the plan for for this month um, of January which I can't believe it's already January I also can't believe you have to pay rent in December you know got to buy all those presents and stuff and then you have to pay rent on top of that what's the deal um, as you all know, that I've, I've been talking about the fact that Revolution is, is just financially not in a great place and, and, and what we're trying to do there. And um, a lot of you heard that message and helped and, and, and made donations. Um, unfortunately, we haven't really reached where we need to be yet. Um, but also, with Frank being so sick, I realized that he was just unable to uh, pay some of our bills and stuff. And so now we're we've got someone new who's taken that over and who's helping figure that out. So that's uh, really helping um, get us kind of back on our feet a little bit, which is good. We really needed that. Um, Sorry, it's all revolution house cleaning stuff, but what I want to do is I am flying uh, out to Belfast, Northern Ireland tomorrow. And I thought Belfast would be the perfect place. I'm gonna be there for 11 days. We're doing some work um, with Pete and Helen uh, on the documentary. And as you know, Pete Rollins moved back to, um, Pete Rollins moved back to Belfast. And so me and Pete and Helen were the ones who kind of started the idea for this documentary. And now it's been taken on by a bigger by vice um but flying out to do some editing and do some more filming and very excited about that um for the doc but belfast is a place that i think galatians is really interesting because you know the conflict and the troubles that happened in in belfast and what i really wanted to do is go out to belfast this week and kind of just reflect on their history a little bit and then start Galatians from there. So like, you know, it'll be nighttime when I do the live service there, but I wanted to start Galatians. I, I just think it, it's kind of powerful, a powerful place and a great place that I really love and means a lot to me. And. Um, I guess that's the artist in me coming out is like, oh, I feel like if I'm in the right location, in the right place, we can really start off really well. I've been reading uh, some new books about Galatians, so hopefully we'll have a little bit of new information about that wonderful book. And tell your friends about that as well, because I'm really excited about that. Um, So, so Galatians, my plan is right now, with Revolution, and really this is just a new year, new update for what the idea is, is um, starting with Galatians, and we do the first, we'll go through Galatians, um, probably five or six weeks of Galatians. Uh, And then after that, I wanted to do uh, a a kind of a study on Paul Tillich's You Are Accepted. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Um, So that'll probably be February late February, where we'll do probably maybe a two-part series on You Are Accepted by Paul Tillich, uh, which is uh, in the book called Shaking the Foundations. But if you go onto Google and you type in um, Paul Tillich, You Are Accepted, um, the, it's a sermon that he gave, actually, a talk that he gave. And you can read it for free on, anywhere, on Google. It'll come up right away as you put in You Are Accepted Paul Tillich, it'll probably fill it in for you once you're putting it in, you are accepted. Um, And so everybody can kind of follow along on the texts with me on that. And we can go through that together as well because I think that talk is one of the best talks given on on, on the book of Galatians. Now, um, February is kind of, the end of February is kind of where I've put myself in the place of, of deciding where revolution is going to go and what we're going to do. Um, full disclosure, I'm also talking to Josh who does all the editing and, and puts up all the imagery and stuff. He makes all that stuff every time you guys see me put up a service and it has, you know, really cool image and a really cool title that and really cool explanation. That's all Josh. And I'm grateful for that. Um, I think one of the things I've realized over the years is that, you know, you can really only do this stuff as good as the team that you have. And, and, and right now, it's, it's me and Josh, and, and you know, there's a few of you who are, who are, are also connected, but I'm hoping, I'm talking to Josh about hiring him. And you think, Jay, financial troubles, why would you hire somebody? Um, <laughs> because I don't feel like Revolution can continue to do the same thing and expect different results. I, well, who was it that said that, that was insanity? to do the same thing and expect different results. I think it was Einstein. Um, And so I wanna really try to take this seriously. But by the end of February, I'd like to kind of have an idea of where we are going. And if revolution is going to no longer exist, if revolution is no longer going to be a uh, nonprofit, no longer be a church, or if revolution is gonna move forward. Um, and it might be after February that we do kind of a like, all right, we're going to do March and April and, and then May and June, but by, by, by June, we will have a definite decision. Um, I've talked this over with my therapist, my analyst as well. Um, it just kind of things that I need to do in my own life to continue to grow and move forward. And what I want to see this community do and grow forward. Um, and so I, have really been taking a, a deeper look at my own work. And one of the things I think I've done over the past few years is, um, remember those commercials, um, Reese's peanut butter commercials. Oh, somebody put their chocolate in my peanut butter and someone put peanut butter in my chocolate. One of the things I've realized over the past, uh, I guess, revolution's almost 29 years old. It's really crazy you know, um, that I've been doing this. And there's so many great stories and so many great things. And and, and by all means, if revolution was to to close the doors, there would be a lot of reflection and a lot of talk about those times. Um, Because I think some really beautiful, amazing things happened over those 29 years. Um, I didn't think I'd be the last man standing because there was a few of us who started this together. You know, I wasn't even the ori- I wasn't even in the original staff. I was I came in like six months later. <laughs> um, but definitely worth the reflection and definitely worth the celebration of, of, of and the lives touched and the people we've we, we've we've encountered and the situations that have been encountered and the different styles that have taken place in different times with different communities and different people. Um it's really it's really revolution has the work that I've been able to do through revolution has literally been a dream come true. You know, when you're in the middle of it, you sometimes go like, oh, we got to do, you know, you're always like, oh, we got to do more. We got to pay the bills. We got to do these things. But looking back, I go, man, you know, I've, all the things I ever dreamed of wanting to do, I did through revolution, you know, like, it was because of revolution that Rolling Stone magazine and my parents obviously, but my Rolling Stone magazine showed up and was interested in what we were doing. I got to write books. I got to have like great communities and meet in bars in Atlanta that I never thought would ever open their doors to us. You know, and 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 meet and, and have a church for seven years in in Brooklyn, New York. You know what I mean? And 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 interact with people's lives that I never thought I would, you know, have this effect on. So, so for me, it's like already job well done you know already a, a dream come true uh I, i'm i'm passionate about my work and I, and I love the fact that i've been able to share these all these years with you guys um you know it's it's so easy to focus on the dark parts of your past and there are darks there are very dark valleys there but there's many great moments many great hilltop moments of uh community and people and relationships and uh and i'm grateful for that so grateful for that and i think that's a good place to be um but one of the things i've realized is I've, I've kind of looked over the past of my work and i go you know i think i have um i've come to realize that my past years that i think i've had my theology and my scholarship mixed up and what I mean by that, and when I said the peanut butter and the chocolate, you know, is, is that I think in my past, I've often built my theology based on scholarship. And I don't think that's a, a bad thing. I actually think that's a very positive thing. And I think most of us, should, <laughs> I think that's a good recipe, to be honest with you. But often I've I've taken such a my scholarship in some literal ways that I've been like, well, this is the theology. Um, But now that I'm realizing that how to work with the text a little bit more of with the radical theological way of, of, of backing up, seeing a bigger picture. And what philosophy has influenced me to do is to take the scholarship and philosophy and put those together and hopefully a great theology comes out of that. And so not just a theology based off of scholarship or by historical biblical studies, but also one that's rooted in very good philosophy and good thought and good ideas. And not philosophies and just philosophers outside of the Bible, that philosophy is also like the Apostle Paul, you know, in Christ and, and, and their philosophies and their ideas, but allowing all those things to kind of blend and grow and realizing Uh, the thing I love about scholarship is is you'll often realize like when you're looking into biblical scholarship you'll see that things that we disagree with now you know we often get into this contest or this idea of like well we have to disprove it so it's okay now but what I've realized with some good really great scholars and great scholarship uh, one I've been watching lately is just like Dan on on Instagram um you know he was talking about like, oh, sex outside of marriage. And and he was talking about these verse and I thought it was really interesting. He was going like, you know, the reason that was a big deal at that time and why that was probably actually there at the time, why that was probably part of the purity code because a lot of people are like, well, that was never part of the purity code. I can't find it in the Bible. But he was saying like, but he was saying that a lot of the reason that was there is because women were seen as property, you know? And really like you wanted a virgin wife you know, and the family wanted the, the daughter to be a virgin and because it was land it's happening and stuff like that. And it was like, and he said the same thing and it was a very, it's kind of a crude way to put it, but it, it's, it, you know, the less mileage, the more, you know, desirable the woman was. Now, obviously, we don't think that way anymore, or at least a lot of us don't. Some people do, unfortunately. But that's not the culture that we live in, thank God. And that's not where we're at. So it you start to go like oh okay well even if this is a literal understanding here does it still apply to where I live and to the culture that I'm in and to the the um, the philosophies that we understand now the ideas that we understand now you know you know this is, women aren't seen as property people aren't seen like that anymore you know so we have to go like how does this work how does God work through this. What does theology look like now in the story that we find ourselves in? And that's just a small example of of the ideas of of thinking about good, you know, good scholarship, um, good historical understandings of these Bibles, and realizing like, you know, that we're seeing what these, how these people god influenced these people's culture but what we want to see is what is what is religion how does religion influence us now what does it call us to what does it draw us to and uh what does it? so for me you know i think one of the great things too is is these past couple years seeing all these different things done about my mother and seeing my mother through others eyes i think it's really beautiful to see like religion through other people's eyes um philosophy through other people's eyes and that's how we learn uh, and it's been interesting to have the chance to see my mother through the eyes of others you know the, you know it's all about the eyes of Tammy Faye but it's really the eyes of the filmmaker eyes of the actress eyes of the playwright eyes of the you know these people's concept and understanding of who she was and so it's you're seeing that not through the eyes of Tammy Faye but you're seeing it through the eyes of others And what I find really beautiful about that, it has allowed me to see an essence of my mother that I saw that was there, but of course I was her son, so it wasn't always right there in front of me because we lived life. Um, But still this concept of unconditional love, this concept of loving your neighbor as yourself, and also the concept of importance of when, sometimes conditional love is the best. It it is better than unconditional love because unconditional love often allows us to be abused and it allows the abuser to continue in their bad habits as well. And so sometimes the idea of having a conditional love, of having, uh, I don't like the word boundary so much, but having a structure, maybe a maybe a wall with a door and a few windows in it that allow us to operate and move and, and act with different people and different things, you know, all things to all men kind of concept is valuably important. And I've always felt like, I continue to feel like these are the messages that drive me. The idea of of seeing this idea of how much my mother was known for her love for others. And if revolution does close its doors or whatever happens, you know, I always hope that people will look and go, well, you know, revolution was something that was really known for its love for other people. Of course, we're always going to have people who are naysayers and people who were hurt and people's needs we weren't able to meet because we're human, we're a community, we're not cut out for every single person. And that's okay, that's fine. You know, I mean, I remember in, in my whole, you know, the last, I guess, 20 years of the ministry, I always tried to help people who said, well, I don't feel this at Revolution or I don't get this from Revolution, is, is tried to encourage them to find other communities where they could find what they needed and where they needed to be. If that was in another church or if that was in a 12-step program or if that was in therapy or if that was in different places in the different communities, We've always encouraged that um, you know it, it, it's one of those things that I think is important is you help people make transitions I mean I think revolution has always been a place to help people in transition places of their lives um, you know I've seen a lot of people come through revolution a lot of people who worked with me and, and, and they're in different places and doing different things and don't have anything to do with religion anymore and I also see other people who have a lot to do with it and do a lot different work. And, and it's really great to see. I think that's one of the coolest things about social media is as I get to see these people whose lives revolution has touched and seeing where they've been able to go. Um, and, of course, grace is always the message for me. Grace is the point. And helping people argue well is the point. And not scapegoating others is the point. That's what we want to continue to do. I reached out to a um, a biblical scholar, one of the a biblical scholar that I really like recently, and said, "Oh man, I'd love to work with you, you know." And then they got back to me, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, great. What would you like to do?" And I was like, "Last night I was sitting in my bed going, like, you know, here I am telling somebody I want to work with them, and I don't even know what that work would be." And I thought, if I was honest, I would just be like, "Oh, well, I think you know, it's been." Um, 500 years since the last um, Reformation, so really I would just be like, yeah, I think we should get a bunch of people together and, 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 and reform the church. You know, the capital C, you know, the church in the world, the Christian church of the world, we should probably just get together and figure out a way to reform that and help people think differently. <laughs> so not a big, not a big plan. <laughs> just changing everything. And, uh, and uh, by arguing well and by following like people like Dr. King and as well and, and seeing what their work has done and the roadmaps that they've drawn and 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 using their work also to influence our own and to help others and help others communicate well and make this world a safer place and not so um, binary, you know, where everybody, one side or the other. Um, and no scapegoating um that would be great and that's a huge so i don't feel like you know like that work is done but i don't know if that work will ever be done um that i hope it will i hope things can become better it's weird to have this much ambition and at the same time thinking like oh i might not be able to do this anymore um but i love contradiction so i'll live in that Um. So, so, um, that's kind of the idea of where we're going. Um, you know, and if you want to know, like, simply why would revolution not be able to continue, it's just simply that it will not be able to go forward, uh, afford to go forward. Um, you know, I'm a father, I have kids that I have to be responsible for. This is work I've done for 29 years. And, um... If it's time to change, it's time to change. Change is really tough, you know. Making that kind of decision wasn't easy, Um, you know. And I've also been, you know, I grew up in the ministry, so I've heard a lot of people like, "Oh, we're gonna close the doors if God doesn't bring us one hundred thousand dollars," you know. And that's not what we're trying to do. Honestly, I'm just trying to figure out how I can do this better. And if I can't do this better, I'd rather not do it. Um, but does that mean I will stop my work? No, I'll always do this type of work somehow, some way. Um, but it is scary. I'm not gonna lie; it is nerve-wracking to to be there at that place. Um, and you might think, well, what else can I do, Jay? You know, because I, I know we're all broke. You know, it's like, what else can I do? Uh, um, I mean, obviously, donations is. is which we need help, especially if we're going to hire somebody on, and, and that's even if Josh is able to take it because he works a full time job. So you know, Josh might not be able to even do the do it. Um, we've just been discussing it. We haven't even come to a uh, you know if he's if it's something he's able to do. Um, but also if you share our work with other people, that's one of the things I'm always talk about is like, and, and some of you really have. I, I've seen some of you guys reposting our stuff on Instagram and on Facebook and things like that. And I'll be honest with you, that really, really helps, you know, letting people know what the work is done. We're going to put out something to announce um, that we're going to start the Galatians uh, series next week. So hopefully by Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll have something up for that. And like sharing that would really help, you know, getting people into the community really helps and sharing what we're doing. Um, But that's the ideas I have right now. So, you know, I just need people who are Uh, I need a better team. I need a good team, not a better team because I don't really have a big team right now. So I I need a a team. Um, Because not having a staff and and trying to do this on my own just isn't working. And I want this to work well. And um, I want to respect not just my own time and my own family, but I want to respect your time, your family. Our, this work. I think it's important, but I think it needs to be done well and right. You know, and moving all over the country hasn't helped, but that's the story I find myself in. And so I will continue to move forward. Um, I guess one of the questions is: is it would be, is, well, do you want to start, you know, maybe start a community where you're at? And right now I'm looking at that, but I'm also having to ask myself, do I have the strength right now and do I have the mental where for all right now and the work that I'm also doing with this documentary you know do I have the time to put in and to start a new community um, I've done that quite a few times and it's really tough work and uh, right now you know as I said I don't like the word pastor or things like that like that hasn't been really where I feel like I'm at right now But I guess I'm a speaker or a preacher even, you know, I am a preacher and I am somebody, you know, but when you go into having community, you do go into that pastor role. I don't think it's not fair to go into a community without having some sort of like caretaker role, but maybe having better boundaries uh, in my life. Um, I'll have to because that's just where I find myself. Um, But I don't know yet because it's a lot, a lot, a lot of work to do that. And I really feel like the message is what's vital right now with this gathering, is the message of grace, the message of not scapegoating, the message of unity, coming together, speaking to one another, because I believe we're better out like we're better out affecting other communities than having just a little group where we talk about that, you know. Um, So maybe the idea is, is if I do set up a community, we do it on a night that's not Sunday, you know, whatever. But the idea is is that we, we take what we're learning, we take these ideas, we read these books, and when we take it out into a broader community, like maybe you start a podcast, maybe you start these things, and you're talking about, you know, you're, 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 you're talking to others about scapegoating, you're talking to others about loving each other, you're just having tough conversations with each other. You know, maybe that's the goal. So um, this is what I really wanted to just talk to you guys about is, is um, you know, my heart's in the same place and we've got a plan. So we've got the Galatians series starting next week and then we've got the Paul Tillich series on you are accepted, which like I said, you could just type that into Google, that talk comes up, you can read it, and we'll all be on the same page together and we can discuss that together. And by that time, I think I'll have it better worked out so I can make sure we get the comments included, because I think it'll be important to kind of have a conversation with that. Um, And honestly, like I did have a third thing that I, I was thinking about, and one of those things was talking about maybe um, the scholarship of of the pastoral epistles and why those are, why I why I believe that those were to undo the good work of Paul. Um, why I believe those are forgeries to 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 react to the message of Paul um, would be what I would like to do if we continue after the Tillich talks. I'd like to do that. So. I obviously have vision. I obviously have a plan. Um, the, just the idea is, is, can we move forward with that vision and plan? And we definitely need your support to do that. Financially, but also just letting people know about the community, getting people to tune in to the, the YouTube videos and the podcasts and different things like that, and just to continue. Um, this work has never been easy. And so I'm not a saying that I'm expecting it to be easy, but um, just expecting it to be a little bit, Uh, A little less difficult to continue to move forward so those are my ideas because I think they're important like talking about the pastoral I'd like to get this 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 scholar Dan to come in and and talk about biblical scholarship to us and biblical history and to us as well I'd love to do an interview with him Um, so we're trying to actually get him right now to come in and be a guest um, at Revolution um, to do that. So, you know, like, uh, I feel like in a long, for the first time in a long time, I have a really good vision of what I'd like to see. You know, my kind of planned out vision of what we'd like to do here with the, the, the gathering. Um, but like I said, I, I think the next step is, 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 is seeing if Josh is willing to come on board, taking Revolution... It's not more seriously; it's just taking it more seriously with other people, you know, with a, with a better, with a team, and uh, and moving forward and seeing if we are able to move forward um, uh, financially. Um, so, yeah, there you go, guys. That's that's kind of the that's my pitch for the new year, the vision casting, if you will, for twenty twenty three, and. Um, It'll be a lot of hard work. Uh, That's one of the things I, I, though, why, you know, people go, oh, well, you know, you just do a service once a week. Why don't you go to work down at the Gap? And (laughs) that's the one great job I had is the Gap. Or the Starbucks. and uh, Maybe that, maybe that's an answer. But, you know, one of the things I try to do is, is like, as a self-taught scholar, (laughs) armchair theologian, you know, messing with philosophy is that I, I try to take my free time and study and read and listen to philosophy podcasts and listen to, you know, biblical scholarship talks and read books that I never thought I would be reading. Like I, I have a stack of what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine books right behind me. One I've been reading for almost a year and a half because it's uh, a, um, it's a Hegel book. <laughs> You know, behind me that I'm I'm trying to work through right now too. At the same time, be a really fun dad. Um, be a good dad, and uh, co-parent, and friend. So, uh, and and work on a documentary about my family's life, um, which has come at a kind of a cost for me, to be honest with you. It's been really tough. Um, Holidays are great because of the kids, but. Personally, for me, like my family outside of my children it's not been easy. It was a really tough year. And and I want to say a shout out to Zoe. They really helped me and encouraged me through this with just small texts and words and things like that. But uh, they are able to, uh, Zoe is able to, uh, has a, has a gift of empathy and understanding and just, you know, I sent Zoe one picture, and they were like, "That's devastating." I'm like, "That's all I needed. I just needed to be recognized for a second. Of just like, this is really bad, you know." And um, you know, so and I, have been reconnecting with a lot of people from my past uh, because there's just been some really tough stuff, and I'm, I'm really excited about that. Also, I have exciting things about new projects. That we want to do and um, so yeah I, 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 and also our friend Steve's here and Steve's been going through cancer and and my mother passed away from cancer and Steve is like so valuable to me and so important to me and it's like I'm at this place where I don't even know how to react to that you know um, um, especially after this year of loss I mean it's just a lot going on and but you know what that's okay because we're gonna live life on life's terms and that's what this community is about Do I believe that this community could radically change and alter, um, the church as a whole? Yes, I really do. Call me naive, call me ridiculous, call me crazy. Maybe it's too much Tammy Faye in me. I don't know, but I do. I believe that we can make it. Um, I believe that we can offer hope to the hopeless, um, and I do believe we can bring uh, compromise to those who have said, oh, no, compromise, you know, because compromise is not always a bad thing. Not when you can sit people down together and they can love each other because they're willing to compromise. Because for me, that's the goal. Love and grace is the goal. So, if, so when I say love and grace by any means necessary, you know, even compromise. Um, co-promise. I think I read in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, compromise means co-promise. That was like 25 years, maybe 28 years ago, 27 years, 26 years ago I read that book. Um, contradiction. <laughs> contradiction is okay. And we're going to learn to live in that. So I believe it. Um, so here I am going like, yes, I believe we can change the world. And I might be closing shop in two months. Um, so there. How about that for some contradiction? You folks mean a lot to me. Like when I went out to England, I got to meet with Kate and see her in person and talk about her life and, 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 and Barry was there and we all got to hang out. And it was just really cool cause it was like, here I am on the other side of the world and I'm here with somebody from the gathering and we're meeting in person and we're talking about life and life is tough and all the normal things about life. And the thing is, is if you don't think normal people change things, they do. That's, uh, Dr. King was a normal person who just answered a call, who just studied hard, who just thought differently and said, let's do this and got a good team of community and people around him and changed things. And it's still changing things. He's changing this like middle-aged straight white guy's life right now, you know? Um, so did this guy, Joe Strummer, you know, who was like a dropout and punk rocker, you know what I mean? And this guy, Chris Christopherson and Johnny Cash, you know what I mean? So public enemy, you know what I mean? It's like all these things have influenced me to do my work well. And so don't let's not count ourselves out. Um, and then I think we can embrace people like Peter Rollins and this guy, Dan, and other people from other communities who are well educated and who do understand philosophy and do do have even maybe a deeper understanding of biblical history, and, and um, what was the word I was looking for? Scholarship, yeah, yeah and biblical scholarship, and bring those people in to help us. Because the more I study scholarship and history and philosophy, the better the news gets. It's not; it becomes from like okay news to good news to to really amazing news. Uh, that grace. And this message continues to just be breathed and lived into. It's not just like, oh, these are, you know, it's not shutting down these concepts. It's actually, I feel like inclusion, it just continues to grow wider and wider, as I think we've seen in the New Testament. And uh, yes, don't give up, you're on the brink of a miracle. You know, that's when my mom used to sing that song, and it kind of feels like that's happening with this. And uh, so I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic and i'm not an optimistic person usually ask anybody i am usually pretty uh pretty sad lonely guy yeah uh, i i love you adore peter ross i'm going to be with pete in two days i fly out there tomorrow and we'll get there on wednesday because it's a really long flight and or tuesday i mean tomorrow's monday yeah so i'll get there on tuesday and we'll be working together and continuing not just to work on the dock but also you know, when I'm with Pete, he really encourages me to look into it. I mean, that's why I have all these talks planned out, you know, um, encourages me to plan for the future no matter what and uh, continue this work no matter what. I mean, I was really ready to turn then a few years ago and he said, Nope, you got to continue. Don't give up. You still have that message. I'm like, "Well, I don't know if I believe in God. He's like, you still have grace, man. Just move forward with grace. And that's what I've done. Um, i need your help so i'm asking for help help revolution if revolution is something you believe in and think is able to 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 bring this type of change through this gathering and through our words and through what we do outside of this gathering because of this gathering and because of our community then um support it that's how we're going to move forward tell other people about it that's how we're going to move forward so um thank you everybody I love you guys Um, today wasn't really a sermon it was just more vision casting and kind of hope in this strange time Uh, especially after last year just losing those losing so many good people uh, that were a part of this gathering and part of my life so um, thank you everybody and uh, I'm yeah, I mean, somebody just posted it up on the things that they were excited about the future of seeing more scholarship brought into this. Um, and that's what we're going to do. If we can make it through this, if we can make it, you know, there'll be that focus. We're going to bring in scholars from different places to speak for us. So I'm thankful for you all and thank you guys for carrying me through last year as well. Um, God, that was, it was, what a weird, weird year. Not my toughest, but it was a tough one. Um well, that's cool. You know, we'll see what we go. And I'll talk to you on Sunday live from Northern Ireland in Belfast. And we will be starting Galatians uh, 2023 Part 1. So excited for that. Love you guys. Be good. Happy New Year. And, um, you know, let's all be a little bit kinder to each other, listen to each other a little bit more, and uh, continue to disagree well if we can. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website.